0: Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about stop drinking coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Alcohol is dirty, dirty business. People profit off death. They profit off cancer, They profit off broken families. They profit off drink driving. At the end of the day, somebody is making money when all these bad things happen. That is sad. And to me, it's one of the most corrupt games in the world. And if you're a good person, which I'm so sure that you are, I'm sure that you're an honest, good-working, hard-working individual. When you're a good person, you would just not think that other people are going to take advantage of you in this way. Because you have good intentions, you expect everybody else to have good intentions, right? I mean, I certainly do. When I meet somebody new, it's not like I've got my guard up. You know, I, I genuinely think everybody else has got pure intentions. But not everybody does. There are people out there that don't have pure intentions. They want to corrupt your mind, they want to manipulate you, and they want to trick you into getting hooked on the most highly addictive, poisonous drug, In the world. And in this video, I'm going to explain how you have been corrupted, how these minds have got their way into your mind, how these ideas have been implanted into your mind to make you think of alcohol as a good thing and how it gets you hooked for your life. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be aware. I want you to have this video be like a shield and a sword against the lies, against the nonsense, because if you're aware of it, they're never going to win. You're going to win. And that's what we want. We want you to win. We want you to not drink alcohol, to get on this path and stick on this path for as long as you damn can. So I'm going to talk to you about the, the various phases that people go through when they're getting hooked on this drug. Because if alcohol was made tomorrow, nobody would drink. But the thing is, is this has been going on for hundreds of years. Billions of dollars have been spent on this on these angles and this advertising. And this is not done by accident. This is done by design. So the very first phase and the thing that happens, even when you're like, Your brain is developing at one, two, three, four, five years of age. This is happening to you. But the first thing lies in the conditioning. Think about what happens on a movie, right? Where the the character is looking confident and strong and has a few drinks. Think about when you put on the, the TV and, you know, you see some news article about... Wine drinkers living longer. Man, you, you you put the advert on, and then there's that celebrity that you look up to that's endorsing alcohol and endorsing this brand. And then before you know it, then you see your favorite sports person celebrating with some. It, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So, of course, by the time that you're of the legal age to drink, you're ready to drink because everybody around you is doing it. Now, this is, I'm talking here on a very high level, right? I'm talking about people that we don't have relationships with, we have parasocial relationships with them. But we're starting to, you know, figure out the world, and we see these people that have you know, they're, they're, they're these big characters, these big figures, these influential people, we're seeing them drink. And then the stories that we hear are about, you know, the the crazy alcoholic that's drinking 5,000 bottles of beer a day. And, you know, we hear about these stories of these people that go way off the beaten path and and destroy their lives of alcohol. They're the kind of stories that we start hearing. So we start thinking, oh, well, I just won't be like that. I'll just kind of have a few like everybody else, right? It can't be that bad if you can control it, right? All of this stuff's going on. It's, it's just this chaos. And we're trying to make sense of the chaos. But one of the hardest things and one of the the, the, the next things that happens is it's not just the these influential people that we have parasocial relationships with. What happens is people that are close to us in our life that we respect, we also see them doing this. We see our teachers doing it. You know, I remember when I went to university, students would come into the lecture hungover in the first few weeks and and the teachers would laugh. They'd be like, ah, welcome to growing up. Welcome to being an adult. Oh yeah, hung up. It was crazy, right? And then maybe your parents, the, the people that you love the most in the world, they're saying, yeah, let's have a few drinks. You're seeing them drink. You're seeing them come home after a hard day of work, opening a few beers, relaxing on the couch. So we've got this conditioning that's fueled through millions and millions and millions of dollars spent on it with the people that we love. The most in our life and they're drinking. So what happens when you get to the legal age, when you're 21 or 18 in England? You're already convinced that this stuff's worth doing. This stuff's worth drinking. You're absolutely convinced. But then what happens is, you know, we do things like we have a beer. I don't know if you can remember the first time you tried beer. I remember the first time I tried beer, the first time I tried vodka, and then I found this blackcurrant liqueur. And I remember drinking it and telling my friend, oh, this isn't that bad. it was disgusting, but it wasn't like the beer or the vodka, but I found this liqueur where it's like, yeah, this this isn't so bad. And then in my back of my head, I'm thinking, why, why is it? Why would anybody drink this? But the first few times you taste alcohol, it tastes terrible. And then you find something that you can tolerate. Key word, tolerate. You find the liqueur, right? You might find an alcohol. You find these drinks that are actually designed for teenagers, you know, maybe a cider or whatever. But when you're having those first few drinks, eventually you find something that just doesn't taste like. Because he has been mastered by flavourings and sugar and all of this other crap. But what happens then is when the individual starts drinking their first few drinks, is now they start getting a bit of respect, a bit of kudos. Yeah, see, it's so alright, so isn't it? A few drinks, going out with the boys, blah, blah, blah. You basically get respect for drinking. I know I remember getting respect from, for drinking. It was kind of like macho points. But you're getting validated for making this potentially life-destroying decision. You get validated by everybody else. And here's the sad thing. By this point, it's too late for most people. By this point, right, they've already bought into the idea that alcohol is good. All their friends around them drink. Their family drinks. Then they taste a drink. It doesn't taste good. Then they finally find a drink that they can take. And then they start getting respect, admiration, validation from the people that they love. Pfft, I mean, come on. It's game over. Who isn't going to get hooked on alcohol? after all of these things have happened. And this is why I hate it. I hate it when people say that all this is your fault. When people say that your genes are different. When people say that you've got a disease, you're born this way, you're going to die this way, you're an alcoholic for the rest of your life. How can that be the case when all of these things are working against you, but then if you can't control it, it's all your fault. This is not your fault. You have been manipulated into drinking this drug. But here's the thing. The issue lies in your beliefs. All those things that have happened in your life up until this point, and and the way that you view alcohol, is all beliefs. It's not real. It's not absolute truth. Absolute truth is, if you see what alcohol is, it's a highly addictive, poisonous substance that will kill you. That's all that it is. But these different beliefs and these different ideas have been surrounded by the drug to make you see it in a different way. And that is done by design. That's not an accident. It's not done just because that's the way we do. No, it's done by design because people make money and they make it at your expense. They don't give you value. They don't help you. They make it at your expense. But the great news is, is that you can change these beliefs. I'll tell you a quick story. I remember when I when I first started working, right? I was, uh, I remember my first job was a, a chef, right? I was actually a chef. I have a qualification and it, it killed the love out of cooking for me. I just hate cooking ever since this job. I actually quite liked it because you had like a professional kitchen and you know, whatever. But anyway, I think I used to get paid $250 a week. My very first job. I remember I got to live in, above the restaurant for free as well. It was an Italian restaurant. I mean, really nice people. I really, uh, actually, I did, I did enjoy it. And uh, the family really, they really took care of me when I was going through a uh, not a great time in my life. And uh, I, I still have a lot of love for those people. But I remember, okay, I got paid this much. And then I got this other job where then I was getting paid by the hour. And then I got a job where I started relying on tips. So it was waiting on, again, in an Italian restaurant. And if, I remember every time where I'd make more money, it was like this belief thing of like, whoa, are you, you sure? Like, I is this is real? Sure. I remember I was going from like $250 per week. And then I can't remember the hourly job, but then the 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 waiting on job, it was like 20, I was probably making like $25, $30 an hour. And it was like, at first, I could not believe it. I was like, seriously, like people would tip me like $20, $30, $40, $50. And I was like, what? Serious? That much money? Because my belief system was this is a lot of money. And then eventually, I got started as a personal trainer, where I did my very first business. This was actually the first time that I ever stopped drinking. I, I started a personal training business. I remember writing down, like, who do I want to be in life? And uh, this was like the day after stopping drinking. I wrote down about being a personal trainer and adding value to people. And then I remember, the same thing happened here. It was another increase in income. And when I got started in entrepreneurship, I had these strange beliefs around money. You know, I I used to think things like, if if people had a lot of money, they must have cheated. They must have stolen it in some way. They must have lied to somebody and and that's how they got a lot of money. And because I grew up so poor... I had a, a, a lot of like these weird beliefs around money and scarcity thinking and thinking that there's not a lot out there. It's really hard to come by this stuff. And I remember the very first client that I got was this guy from Taiwan, this uh, this Asian student. And he, I remember we sat down, he bought my most expensive package. It was like $1,000 for X amount of sessions. And that used to be my 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 monthly salary. It was, it was crazy, right? I couldn't believe it at the time. I was like, I used to get paid this in a whole month. And this guy just paid me for a few hours of training. I was like bewildered. I couldn't believe it. So I'm now started this business, this personal training business with no results, no track record, never done it in my life. And what I used to say to myself is, well, I'm going to provide 10 times the value that they pay me. I'm going to provide 10 times the value back. So I started working with this guy, you know, I got a few more clients and then People started losing weight. People started gaining good weight, right? Good things started happening with the clients. And and basically what ended up happening is my this entire belief that I had around money, about how greedy people have money and how, you know, you gotta lie and cheat and steal your way to get money, it all shifted. And what I started realizing is that money is value. It's just an exchange of value. If you want to get more of it, you provide goods and services to people that provide more value than they pay. And I completely shifted my belief of money. It went from this thing that was very scarce and, you know, it was hard to come by and it was only for greedy people into this idea of, well, if I want to get more money, then I just create more value. What a complete turnaround. It's like a 180 degree turnaround. So I never focus on money, I never focus on creating finances. All I do in in my career and with this channel and with this video right now, is I just focus on giving value and I know that it will come back to me because that's all money is. You just got to give more value all the time. And here's the great thing. The same way I've shifted my entire belief when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and creating value, I've also done that with alcohol, right? I've completely shifted my belief away from seeing it as this, this thing that was basically like put there by somebody else and now see it as a poison, as something that does nothing for me. And this is why I always talk about first principles thinking breaking problems down into their component parts. Because you can shift your beliefs. They're just beliefs. You can change any belief that you've got. And I promise you, I promise you for sure, if you commit yourself to shifting your beliefs with alcohol, you will find stopping drinking one of the easiest things you've ever done in your life. Mark my words, don't let them win. Keep on this journey. Keep studying. Keep understanding. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.